Carol and Jamie Show, only on ABC Radio. Hello! Hello. And welcome, welcome to, to the, the Jamie and Carol Show. <laughs> so, it's Monday, the 25th of May. May. Yeah. And a quick final reminder, paper dolls, please get them in the mail. Please send them in. Um, paper dolls, please send them in. Um, we really wanna, we want, really want you to get them in. It's a nice way of keeping in touch. And yeah, yeah and everyone getting involved. So just print them out, cut them out, and send us a photo when you have finished. That would be fantastic. So now to start the show, we are going to kick things off with Yazoo.
So, it's been a while, hasn't it, Jamie? It's been a while since the last quiz. Oh, jeez, wow. Um, but we are... Live, live from the living room. As always. Yeah. It's a lovely sunny day in London, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so... Last week, it was Hedgehog hedgehog Awareness Week. Yeah. People building hedgehog homes in their gardens and leaving food out. That's right. On Wednesday, on... it was World Bee Day. Mm-hmm. Happy... Happy World Bee Day. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what does, um, what does World Bee Day mean? Ooh, well, I think we are about to find out. Ooh, okay. So... Without further ado, Let's find a fire there one. we go. Okay. <laughs> um, so, what's the buzz with bees? Well, a third of the world's food production depends on bees. Bees pollinate 75% of leading global crops, including oilseed, rapeseed, apples, soft fruits, beans and courgettes, as well as things like tomatoes and strawberries. So pollination is a process that is vital to crops growing and bees are vital for maintaining the balance between living organisms such as human beings and plants and animals and their environment. So they also help reduce pollution. Mm. So what can be done to help? Well, Recently, scientific studies have proven that bees have become increasingly endangered and the UN says that one million species are actually facing extinction. So what we can do is we can stop using pesticides that are harmful to bees. We can buy honey and other hive products from your nearest local beekeeper or we could do... Create a bee hotel. That's right. Um, or you could leave a small dish with pebbles in it and shallow water, which apparently bees can drink on if they get a bit thirsty. Mm, that's cool. And there are special bricks which bees can live, live in. in. Yeah. So there's lots of things we can do to help reduce pollution Definitely. and stop the extinction of bees. And uh, we learned all about that on World Bee Day, didn't we? Yeah. Bee Day. <laughs> um, and... We were going to do a quick review of something else as well, Jamo, weren't we? When last week's show, we... We talked a bit about Thomas Edison. That's right. And anyone who knows anything about Thomas Edison may have noticed that some of the facts were not... Wrong. Wrong. Were wrong. But that's okay, because we just did a bit of initial research, and then we did a bit more reading and a bit of a project about him, didn't we? So we're going to clear those facts now. We're going to set the facts straight. So... He partnered over one... Patented. Patented over one invention, which... One thousand. One thousand inventions, which is the world record. That's See, right. He actually broke a world record. Yeah, too. he still holds the record because he's patented over a thousand inventions. Um, can you remember any of those inventions, J-Mo? Light bulb. The domestic light bulb. The domestic light bulb, that's right, because the light bulb was created 50 years before he created the domestic light bulb. Can you remember what he also patented, along with his other inventive friends? The electric power system in the homes. He also made the tattoo machine. That's correct. And the video camera. Yes, very good. And um, any other interesting fact? I think we, we... mentioned briefly that he worked on a train which is where he also wrote and printed a newspaper 
and you talked about him saving a three-year-old boy um, from being hit by a train. Yeah. And it, can you remember what the father of the boy taught him how to use? The telegraph machine. I yeah, the think. telegraph communication system. Um, yeah. And then he later went on to give him a job as a telegraph operator. So that is what we've learnt about Thomas Edison. And can you remember the famous quote or one of the famous quotes that Thomas Edison said? He said that genius... Genius is is just 1% of it. Perspiration. Perspiration is the other 99%. That's right. So what does he mean by that? He means that... Yeah, okay, maybe he needs to be a bit of genius to be... Otherwise, perspiration is all you need. Just work really, really hard. Mm -hmm. So working hard goes a long way, eh? Yeah. Mm. (laughs) All right, we've also been learning about a musician, haven't we, this week? What musician have we been learning about? We have been learning about... uh, I think it's David Bowie. David yeah, Bowie, David or, um, which is interesting because my first question about him was how do you pronounce his surname? David Bowie. Bowie, that's right. And how do you remember that? You remember it like Joey. Remember that it rhymes with Joey. Very David good. Bowie. David Bowie. Bowie, sorry. <laughs> I, right. I, I, at first I said Bowie and I said uh, Bowie. Lots of people and I do. I said Bowie, yeah. Bowie, Bowie, Bowie. He said a good way to remember it is this second name rhymes with a baby kangaroo, which is a good way of remembering it, isn't it? I said that. <laughs> and can you remember where he was born, David Bowie? Oh, I actually don't. He was born in Brixton, but he went to school in Bromley. Went to secondary oh, school in Bromley. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Bromley. Bromley. What colour were his eyes? One was brown and one was blue. Yeah, that's right. Um, and some people think it's because he, his eyes are like that because he had a fight with one of his friends, yeah, didn't he? What was his friend got called? Got punched really hard in the eye. Yeah, meaning that his pupil got so big it looks like his mm. one of his eyes was brown. Can you remember what his friend's name was? I actually can't. I feel really bad saying that, but <laughs> I can't. Okay. I think his first friend was called George. George, okay. I read a story about how he um, managed to forgive him. But off, shockingly, they're still friends. I know. He even had to go to hospital. Well, he was in hospital for four months, David Bowie. And, um, yeah, and, a, and his pupil is very, very dilated as a result. But that's not actually why he has two different colour eyes. It's nothing to do with the fight with George. He actually just had a condition which affects his eye colour. And it was just unfortunate that he had the fight with George. But they did remain friends, didn't they? Mm. How many instruments can he play? Over around ten, somewhere around, around 10. ten. Can yeah. you remember any of them? A guitar, piano, drum kit, drums. Yeah, violin. Yeah, or viola, I think. Viola, yeah. Ba- the bass. Cello. Cello. Hello. Hello, cello. Um, God, I fuck, I remember. Ukulele. Ukulele. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, any percussion. Guitar. He played yeah. the acoustic guitar, I think. Maybe he played Definitely it. played the guitar, yeah. A, a electric guitar, too. Mm-hmm. And harmonica. Mm. That's a good one, isn't it? You've yeah. got a harmonica. And what cartoon does he have a guest role in in one of the episodes? SpongeBob. 
SpongeBob SquarePants. But I don't pants. know. Who is he? I don't know because we don't know which episode it is, do we? We'll have to track it down and find out. Do you think he's been a really, do you think he's been a lifelong fan? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so. And on that note, it's time for another song, actually. Mm, what's this song called? Rebel Rebel. This one is actually by the Bowie. It is, yeah. Bowie, Bowie. <laughs>
Bowie. I've honestly got a question about David Bowie. Have you? What is um, it? Is he Pray still tell. alive? He's not, no. Why? Uh, sadly, he died, I think, about three or four years ago. Really? Is it three years ago? Oh, how, gosh, how old I don't is know. he? That's really bad, isn't it? Um, well, how old was he? He died four years ago. But how old was he? I think he was in his late 60s. Oh, wow. Why did he die so early? Um, I think he was very ill. He was very, very sick, oh, sadly. God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he was in his late 60s. Mm, I can't remember. Um, yeah, so sadly he's not around, but he's mm. left a lot of fantastic music for us to listen to, hasn't he? Yeah. Which is great. Simple to say. Yeah. So, what have we been doing, Jamie? We have... We have been... Well, we've been doing some... Um, we've been doing lots of things. Yeah. We've been learning about places all over the world. Um... It's, Eid, it's our neighbours have some cakes. Yes, yeah, so our neighbours gave us some celebrate. really delicious cakes. And we read a story about Eid. Um, so mm. it's Eid, people are celebrating Eid this weekend. We've also been building some Lego building from Lego. Steph, which was fun. Right, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. And um, what was the story that we read about Eid? Can you remember? It was this morning. Um, it was in Germany in a car park. Can you remember which shop? Um. Oh, Ikea. So That's right. They let them, they let um celebrate. They let Muslim people go there, and yeah, not to the actual um shop. Though. No, but like go into the car park. That's right. And you park their cars. So they're able to social distance and celebrate Eid all together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what I I don't think it wasn't there weren't so many cars involved. Basically, it was in Frankfurt in I and um a local mosque asked IKEA if they could use their car park. And then they use the car, because it's a massive car park like here, and then they use the car, an outdoor one, they use the car park to socially distance mm. while they did their prayers for Eid. Yeah. A great picture, wasn't it? Um, and a lovely story about community. Um, and you've already touched upon the Lego that we've got. We'll be doing treasure hunts, haven't we? Mm. What kind of treasure hunts? One sort of learning, kind of. Yeah, so like times yeah. tables, the places in the world... Also a bit of exercise. You did some. You made up a yoga pose, didn't you? What's your yoga pose called? Down, mm. downward, downward mm. flying pigeon. Downward flying pigeon. That's a good one. And that um, that's been practiced a lot. And who is our first big shout out to? A big shout out to Elsie, who has been busy. With Duplo this week. That's right. Wow. She's what she made. She's made. Remember, we've um, video called her and she showed us. Oh, very impressive. Oh, a wand and a magic broomstick. Which yeah. Is so cool. And a castle. And she's also been giving her little sister lots of cuddles. And we've heard all about a bear living in the kitchen who's been eating all the food. Do you think it's a bear? Or do you think it's her daddy? Mm, mystery. mystery. I mean, they both eat a lot of food, I'm just, I'm just saying. They that. both love food. <laughs> Who doesn't? And our second shout-out today is for... 
Rebecca and Ian. Yay! So it was meant to be their wedding day last Wednesday, wasn't it? But unfortunately, due to coronavirus, they are able to. They're going so. to postpone it. They have postponed yeah. it. So um, we hope you had a lovely day, even if it wasn't the day you had imagined it to be. And we are going to play them a song now. So this song is dedicated to you, to you guys. Oh, or is it? Yeah, it is. different um uh we're gonna do it's a quick quiz time uh, like a quick fun quiz so you yeah. guys can join in too we've got some friends quick quiz quick quiz questions for all the friends fans out there um this should be fun yes, um, devil. and jamie you've got some cards so you're going to try and read yeah, out the I questions for our cards are here if you read out the questions and then wait a few minutes for the answers so they can have a think, or including me, I can have a think. I've picked some random ones out and not looked at them. Okay. So So I'm asking the questions or you Yeah, asking? you're gonna ask the questions, okay? okay? So no one's 
Oh, I hope that wasn't too loud. Right, go for it, JMO. Question one. Okay, so I'm gonna do the simple, like the yeah, fan yeah, point. Yeah, ones, not the super fan. Nobody knows. They're, oh, they're so, really difficult. Okay. Who was the only one of the main gang not to make it to Arsene Emily's wedding in London? Oh, I know this one. Okay, let's give everyone oh, a bit I of know. time. I think. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Give you t- four seconds. Okay. Okay. Was it Phoebe? I, I, I'm not going to look because I know who it is. I think it's Phoebe. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Are you gonna, was it? Yeah. Well done, everyone. Is. Well done, everyone who got Phoebe. Okay. okay next question. Good. Let's keep it rolling. Okay. Right. Great next job. One. Who is the last of the group to discover that Chandler and Monica in a relationship? <laughs> Hmm. Well, I know that you probably know the answer because it's written on the card. I just <laughs> yeah. read it. You just read I'm, it. I'm, I, okay, I think I know the answer. On the next card, if you want to play as well, if you put your hand along yeah. the bottom of it, you won't yeah, see the answers. Yeah, next time. Okay, all right. I'm going to go with Ross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay, this one, I'm not going to look either. Okay. What animal causes Phoebe to drop the bowl full of lottery tickets? <laughs> um... Yeah, whole bowl full of Do you remember that episode? No. Where, I can't, who was it who was going to... I think it was the duck. Someone was going to drive... I'm going to I think to Joey look. was going to drive somewhere. What? I think it was a... Joey was going to drive somewhere and then everyone wanted to get involved. So they bought loads. Outside, something outside. It, it was a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought it was like... I thought it, she was carrying like <laughs> in a glass bowl inside. She bought them from the shop. She was already home. And then she's just carrying them to the mm. sofa with I think her they were, pet duck. Oh, yeah, because um, they have a pet duck and chick, don't they, Joey and Charlie? No, it's pigeon. She because everyone was rowing, and they put them all in a bowl, and then she got fed up with the row, so she took them outside onto their balcony. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fan point. Okay. Chandler falls asleep in a meeting and accidentally agrees to work in which city? I don't know which city no, that I is. I know this one. Huh? I can't remember why he was so tired, though. That's when he got his job in... Um, See, it's so in, boring. In, in Tulsa. Like hours hours. <laughs> oh, that way? And then he was like, oh, yep, yep, I'll go, I'll go. It was Tulsa, wasn't it? Was it Tulsa? Toulouse. I was about to say Toulouse. Toulouse. But Tulsa, yeah. Okay. Do we have time for one more question? Yeah, let's do, yeah, let's do a couple more. Yeah, okay, cool. I like this. This is fun. What kind of animal is Joey's cuddly... Cuddly friend, hug, Hugsy. 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 Uh, the one that he's uh, very fond of and he doesn't want to give to Emma. That is just hilarious. The, the penguin. Is it a penguin? No. Oh, I thought... Yeah, it is. Oh, it is Sorry. a penguin. Yeah. All right, well, my eyes are broken. What was Monica's partner, Richard, profession? So what... What's his job? Yeah. He's a... Something to do... Like I want to say maybe like... No, that was... Um, the millionaire was the other one. Oh, yeah. That, Richard... I think he's like a... An optician? Or an eye doctor? Maybe, is he a... No, because she calls him a doctor. But I think close. he's an optician. You're close. So close. Um, well, both those answers right. Right, Here's okay. his optician eye doctor. Oh, <laughs> 
I mean, it couldn't really have been more right. I'm just saying, can you, for, <laughs> for a second, I thought Lee's cards were see-through because you got every single one right. <laughs> so I just thought they're see-through. I'm just a super fan. We have watched a lot of Friends, haven't we? <laughs> right, Which t- character gets a, a temporary job selling Christmas trees? Oh, oh. I know this one. I know it. Uh, Phoebe I've or Joey? Um, I'm right. I'm right. Is it Phoebe? No! <gasps> it's Joey! Come it's on! Joey! But doesn't Phoebe that? goes around trying to save all the dead Christmas trees? Yeah, I know, but because she knows that Joey has a job. Oh, and Joey's she, selling and Joey the ones. Joey starts talking about it oh, to her, and she's right. like, save the Christmas Good tree. memory. What does Rachel do to her? Okay, you need to read that one. We're going to cover the answer, yeah? Sure? Yeah, okay. I have. What does Rachel... What does she do to her potential boss during the job interview at Ralph Lauren? That's a brilliant episode. <laughs> I think it's that the episode where she goes, where she's going like that. What does she? Oh, Rachel. she starts doing this to her face. Yeah, I know. I... Someone's got ink on their face or something. I was about to say it's Monica. What's the question uh, again? Uh, when I read it, I thought it was Monica, but it's actually. So what does? What does Rachel do to her potential boss during her job interview with Ralph Lauren? Oh, so she kisses him because he's doing... He's tapping his face. I think he's trying to say, you've got ink Ink on on your your face. face. And she thinks she's saying, give me a kiss. (laughs) And then she realises when she gets home, doesn't she? All right, have we got time for one more? Yeah. Wow, we've done a lot. We have. That's called showing an envelope. Okay, which... In which item of clothing does Ross get stuck in whilst he's on a date? I know. You do. I know. It's my phone. That's funny. Right, you go. You, you haven't read the answer. You know, I know you know this because we saw this one last week or the week before. Leather trousers. Leather pants. Yeah, that was so brilliant, wasn't Leather it? Leather pants. Leather pants. Oh, that was great. Thanks, Jamie. Maybe we could do that again if everyone enjoyed that. Yeah? Yeah. And... Should we go for a quick song before we do our happy news? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. okay. So our next song is Otis Redding.
it's not just sentimental, no, no, no. She has her grief and care. Spoke so gentle, yeah. It makes it easier, easier to bear. You won't regret it, no, no. Young girls, they don't forget it. Love is their home, happiness. That was Otis Redding, and now it is not Happy time for that song. We have got Happy news. Yay. Yay. Good news, everyone. It's happy news. Right, JMO, what have we got for the happy news today? Right. We'll start off with a story for another story from Germany today, actually. I am lost, kind of. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, people in Germany, they do not social distance two metres, actually. They social distance one metre. So, um, there was a cafe where when you went in, you actually had to wear a noodle on your head to make sure that because they're like one and a half meters long you can social distance with people making sure that your noodles don't touch each other and just to clarify for people that might not have learned to swim recently what is a noodle not like a noodle you eat oh no a noodle like a slip a swimming noodle something like you um, yeah so it's like a long float that's in the shape of a long noodle and you can kind of put your body over it and it keeps you afloat and there's a yeah i'm sure people have seen it as a picture of um people in a cafe with these noodles attached to their caps <laughs> i'm looking at one right now in a script however it just isn't paint um printed very well so i'm oh, gonna yeah, ink's, yeah ink's running out i'm just gonna show me after <laughs> it's really funny okay and what else have we got happy news jmo do you want to read um the headline yes customers with toy pandas to prevent loneliness during social distancing that's right so there's a restaurant in thailand it's, and it's seating all its customers with, a, with stuffed toy pandas to stop them feeling lonely while they're eating their um, their dinners. So they are following the social distancing restrictions. Um, and it's at a I quite Vietnamese like eatery in Bangkok, recently reopened after the um, lockdown. And r- rules were relaxed a bit. And the 
businesses earlier this month and a number of cases have slowed down there. So the restaurants are now opening their doors to customers as long as they adhere to strict rules to reduce the risk of the virus spreading. Um, And I think a guy from the restaurant said earlier, we had one chair at the tables only where the customers came in alone. But for me, it felt a bit strange that he thought he would give them some company. And some other happy news. The next happy news story is that tennis and golf is back. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so that's good for tennis and golf players, yeah. isn't it? Um, and there's been some very strict regulations that have been issued. Make sure you initial your own balls before stepping onto the court. Avoid handshakes before the action begins. And don't on any account touch your opponent's balls with your hands. Rather than that, please use your racket or foot to touch the balls. Yeah, I feel like if they could have, have introduced gloves, the... Re- use if you have tennis gloves, that's excellent. They could have, yeah. It, it reads quite funny without inserting the word tennis before the word ball in most of that paragraph. But, but very good regulations as well, so I hope they're being adhered to. And a third one is a knitting story. So there is a primary school teacher in the Netherlands who missed her students so badly that she decided to... I've lost the information. She decided to basically just to knit an individual puppet which represented all 23 of her students in her class and it was down to the exact likeness of like hairstyles and freckles and they look really cool. There's a picture of them which we can send out in, in an email, can't we? But that's all the pupils there. Look, they've all got their own. Okay, I'm looking at you right now. That's really cool. (laughs) As we're saying this, you should also look at them too. That's right. So we'll pop that. I'll pop it in the WhatsApp group and email and people can have a look at her lovely knitted um, knitted students. So I think that just about wraps it up for uh, Happy News, which is... Live from the living room. Right. So, before we go, we've got joke time. Um, and before that, we sometimes read from a book or we find a quote. And today we're going to read from a book called People Who Dare to Be Different. So, let me... There are your jokes, Jamie. Let's read who... It's actually called Boys Who Dare to Be Different. Oh, it's called, sorry. It's called Stories for Boys Who Dare to Be Different. You're right. Well done. And um, this story... Do you remember this story, Jamie? We read it um, last week now. Yes. So his I've got name... a different interpretation of okay. it. Okay. It's a story um, by... Uh, for it's not a by. It's a story about a cellist. Is he a, is he a cellist or does he play the double bass? Maybe Changes. I should just read it. His name's Vedran Shmalovic. I think that's how you say his name. Shmalovic. Born in 1956. I'm just going to read it. So, the city of Sarajevo was being torn to pieces by the war that was raging around it. For 1,425 days, tanks rolled through the streets and bombs crashed as shots were fired. It would be the longest ever siege of a city in the history of modern war. One afternoon, Vedran heard an explosion and looked out of his window. A bomb had gone off and killed a large number of people who'd been queuing to buy bread at the bakery. He slumped to the ground. He felt so angry and so sad. He felt so powerless. His life, his country, his friends were all being destroyed. And what could he do about it? He wasn't a soldier. 
He couldn't fight. He wasn't a politician. He couldn't negotiate. He was a musician. How would that help? Doing the only thing he could do. He put on his fanciest suit. He picked up his cello. You were right, it was a cello. Mm. Well remembered. And went down into the smoke-filled streets of his city. He set up a stool in the hole left by a bomb and played. A journalist came to interview him and said, Are you crazy? He said, You ask me, am I crazy for playing the cello? Why do you not ask them? Are they crazy for destroying Sarajevo? He played in the same spot for the next 22 days, a day for each person that had died. He played on and on as buildings burned and bombs fell and shells flew all around him. He played for peace. He played for humanity. And he played to show that even in the darkest, most terrifying times, there can be hope and beauty if only you remember to look. Wow. That is a really lovely story. Um, so... Are we are we ready to move on to our jokes, Jomo? Or have we got one more? We've got one more thing to say, haven't we? Well, we have. Okay, so very, very quickly. So just very quickly, we've got um, a bit about language. So like language, our emotions are universal. And fears and anxieties that people might be experiencing now or at some point in their life someone else centuries ago will have also probably felt this way and i read an article in um in the guardian and it was an a to z of arch- archaic and forgotten words that some people used at some point in the past to exactly describe an elusive sense of peace or calm or delight so the first word we're going to read one in every show we forgot to do this at the beginning but we'll just do this one for today and the word is omnibenevolence just as omnipotent, sorry, just as an omnipotent person has power over everything, an omnibenevolent person exhibits kindness to everything and everyone. That endless and all-encompassing compassion is called omnibenevolence. <laughs> and on that note, we are going to go to our corny jokes. One of my favourite bits of the show, Jamie. Okay. How so, does... Oh, sorry, go. Sorry. How does a penguin... <laughs> Built its house. Igloos together. Pudumch. <laughs> That's fantastic. What do you call a bee having a bad hair day? Oh. A frisbee. A frisbee? Oh, a has got a frizzy hair. Yeah. <laughs> Why did the school kids eat their homework? Because the teacher said it was a piece of cake. Ah, oh, well, you would, I, wouldn't I you? I use that excuse loads in school. Do you, how does that go down? Miss just rolls her eyes and carries on with the lesson. Oh, <laughs> does she? She just doesn't care. She has nothing to say, really. Oh, I mean, yeah. at least... Probably we heard it all, wasn't subject. she? That's all I really yeah. care about. <laughs> Do you hear about the... Did you hear about the... Did you hear about the two silk worms in a race? It ended in a tie. Oh, and one more. Last one. How do clowns like their to do their shopping from cattle or logs? Ah, nice one. Amazing. This is the Coral and James Show, only on ABC Radio. And that's it, guys. We've come to the end of the show. Um. 
We've got one more song to play before we go, haven't we? And then we will see you all soon. So... That's it for today. Okay, as we finished, we would like to play a song. See if you can... See if you remember it. Enjoy the sunshine. Yeah. Yeah, dance along if you want. In the meantime, have a great week in the sun, everyone. See you soon. Or speak to you soon. Out of the troubled times that we have overcome All of the tracks to find somewhere that we belong All I know is that with you I'm holding on Cause all of the days out, all of the days out on the run Don't you love it how it all just fades away When you're close, don't fear the songs of yesterday And I can't go back Yeah.